You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. It is Sunday, April 18th. Ian Cameron with you. Uh, Ian Cameron by himself. I was expecting, I had a guest lined up. But unfortunately, sometimes life intercedes and there's something that's come up and that's going to cut this show a little shorter than I normally want it to be. Usually we're going to go with in-depth analysis and I'll talk for minutes, sometimes hours. It feels like hours and days that I can talk about a game sometimes. But unfortunately, you know, things have come up. So we're going to keep this show very tight, very short today. Rapid fire analysis on the six games on the slate So let's get right to it. We've got the Washington Capitals taking on the Boston Bruins. We've got Boston minus 150 to minus 155 home favorites. A total five and a half shaded to the over in this game. Uh, I did bet Boston uh, around minus 135, minus 140. Uh, The price has gone up. Uh, It's getting to the point now where I think if you like the Bruins side, you've got to look toward in regulation, I think, at this point. Try to get a little bit better value, better number uh, with that. Um, so as far as I'm concerned right now, uh, I love the spot here for Boston. Look, they are playing better. The fact that they uh, played so impressively and back-to-back wins against a very good New York Islanders team clearly shows you that this team is obviously – some teams have actually been a little bit – I don't know what it is – off-kilter since they made their trade deadline acquisitions and improvements. That hasn't been the Boston Bruins. I've been impressed with what we've seen from this team in the first two games. Taylor Hall with games and with goals and back-to-back games uh, for the Boston Bruins. So it's been impressive to see what this team's been able to do the last couple of games. And obviously they are going to be chomping at the bit in theory after an eight to one shellacking at the hands of the Capitals just last weekend. Uh, There's no question uh, that uh, Boston remembers that just awful performance they had. And it was right here in Boston as well that Washington put it to them. They're the rested team. They played Friday 
Washington played yesterday afternoon with uh, a, a win over the struggling Philadelphia Flyers. So definitely a little bit of a situational advantage as well for Boston. So I'm on the Bruins here, minus 140. It's up to minus 150. I still, uh, you can take the full game money line if you want, if you don't mind laying, you know, minus 150 to minus 155, or you can go Bruins in regulation. Uh, I also like the over here, five and a half. Uh, I like the side a little bit more than the total, but I did bet over five and a half here, minus 115 as well. And our uh, our colleague, Alex B. Smith, who uh, posted his uh, Sunday card, his Sunday plays in the chat, uh, likes the first period over uh, in this Capitals-Bruins uh, game uh, this afternoon. And again, hopefully we have Alex back with us uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, next game, Rangers and Devils. We've got the uh, New York Rangers uh, minus 190 road favorites, total six shaded to the under in this game between these two teams. Um, obviously, the New York Rangers have uh, shown the New Jersey Devils very uh, little mercy in the uh, head-to-head games, although I'll give the Devils credit. They tried to make it exciting in the third period. You know, didn't completely roll over. It was kind of nice to see that. Uh, and uh, it looks like uh, – now, Shesterkin started yesterday – uh, it is a back-to-back. There's probably a chance that the Rangers might decide to go with Georgiev instead uh, in net for this game. Blackwood should be in for the Devils because uh, Aaron Dell uh, started the game yesterday for the New Jersey Devils. So I'm probably not going to get involved in this game. I had the over. I was leaning to the over yesterday. Uh, Clint uh, McLean, who was an outstanding uh, special guest yesterday on the show, we're definitely going to have Clint back again. Uh, in the uh, near future as a special guest on our weekend uh, editions of the show when Alex and Jimmy are away. But uh, no doubt about it that um, uh, Clint uh, liked the over in that game, and it got there uh, with the Rangers and the Devils yesterday. I don't know if I'm rushing to the over here today. We've seen a lot of these instances this season where especially when the same two teams are playing on the back-to-back and the first game was a higher-scoring game, you'll often see the tendency of – the next game being a little bit lower scoring. So uh, I could see that being the case here. And look, the Rangers have already beaten this team pillar to post now, what, three games in a row, the fourth game now without Shesterkin and net. It's not the value spot I want for the Rangers here. I don't think I'm backing Jersey, but uh, I wouldn't be looking to lay minus 190 on the road or take the Rangers in this spot. Uh, So it's a pass for me. Pittsburgh and Buffalo, Pittsburgh minus 280. Uh, road favorites here, the total six uh, shaded to the under. Keep an eye on the uh, goaltending situation because you're likely going to get uh, someone making their NHL debut here for the Buffalo Sabres unless they roll with Dustin Tokarski uh, two games in a row, uh, which they could. Uh, it hasn't been confirmed yet, uh, but obviously Allmark and Hutton are still out. So you could be looking at either Michael Hauser or Uko Pekka Lukanen. Uh, as you, your starting goalie here today for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. So just keep that in mind. They've both been called up from the taxi squad as an emergency option, both Uko Pekka Lukanen and Michael Hauser. Uh, so you could be looking at one of those guys as your starter if uh, they, if Don Granado decides to rest Dustin Tokarski today because it doesn't look like a Hutton and Allmark are available. Well, Allmark's out long-term. Uh, it's more day-to-day with Carter Hutton. Uh, he did start skating uh, on Friday uh, in practice for the Sabres step in the right direction, but he's going to need a few more practices. He's still week to week and he won't be back today. So you're looking at either Hauser or Lukanen uh, in net here uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres today, probably lean over the total. If anything here be with, with that in mind, especially if Tokarski's out of the net three, uh, two yesterday. And there were, there were chances there were, it stayed under barely. Um, but I think you've got that chance maybe to see, and just like, 
how the Rangers Devils back to back. Usually I like to sometimes on the back to back look for the reverse to happen. That often happens with the first game going under, the second game goes over, and vice versa when the same two teams play each other back-to-back days. So you could see that here in this game with the Penguins and the Sabres. I am indeed on the over. Six plus 100, uh, even money uh, uh, for uh, this game between the Penguins and the Sabres. And look, the Sabres are still generating chances, generating some offense. I like the way uh, a lot of their younger players have stepped up to the uh, and risen to the occasion. Uh, for this Sabres team, uh, you know, Rasmus Asplund, Tage Thompson, you know, Olafson Reinhardt have been good. Mid- middle stats been rolling. Uh, Anders Bjork has already scored a goal since they got him in the Taylor Hall trade uh, from the Boston Bruins. Uh, you've got the uh, law firm of Aristolainen and Rutzolainen on this uh, Buffalo Sabres team. Uh, pretty funny to see that. I mean, you've got Rasmus Ristolainen on defense for the Sabres, and now they've called up this young right winger, uh, in recent games, R2 Rutzelainen uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. You've got a Ristolainen and a Rutzelainen uh, playing for this uh, Buffalo Sabres team uh, right now. But uh, definitely I'm interested a little bit over the total. Um, and uh, Buffalo's playing hard, playing gutsy, but fell short yesterday. Uh, the, their effort, you know, plus one and a half goals seems to be a bet that, you, you know, you could go to the window with that and feel re- reasonably uh, confident, actually, believe it or not, because Buffalo is playing hard right now. They're playing for jobs. They're playing for roster spots. Plus one and a half goals, you know, is a very, very reasonable price in this game if you like that. So maybe I would lean that way in terms of the uh, side. Buffalo puck. I don't know if they have, they have it in them to win the game, but plus one and a half goals. Uh, I'm not betting it, but it would lean maybe to that a little bit. Vegas and Anaheim. Vegas minus 250. Uh, road favorites. Total five and a half shaded to the under in this game. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, I mean, definitely playing great hockey. Uh, they uh, took care of business decisively uh, the other night uh, against the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, it is a team that's getting, you know, their best forwards have been really showing through uh, offensively lately. Marcia So Carlson, uh, Max Pacioretty, of course, it goes without saying. Alex Tuck has gotten it rolling offensively. I think Matthias Janmark was a nice trade deadline uh, uh addition to this hockey team to provide um uh to provide uh, extra offense uh no question about that so uh, i'm definitely um looking at this as a, as a situation where vegas is just they look laser focused they're battling with for first uh, in the west division right now with the colorado avalanche their game is razor is top form right now their defense is finally healthy you know their forward group they finally gotten actually a little bit of uh, depth scoring as well. Pacioretty, Stone, uh, Marcia So are getting chances every night. And the goaltending from Marc-Andre Fleury and Robin Leonard, you know, there's a reason they're getting great goaltending from both guys right now because both guys are competing with one another to say, you know what, Pete DeBoer, I want to be your playoff starter. And, and I'm going to show you why I should be the playoff starter. So you're getting that kind of competitive spirit and competitive drive. And look, when you got two goalies competing for a, for a starting spot at playoff time, they're both bringing it every night, and you're seeing that from both Flurry and Leonard. So it doesn't matter who's in net for the Vegas Golden Knights. Their goaltending has been uh, reasonably good uh, night in and night out. So this is a pass for me. I mean, it's just not a great value here on Vegas. You could do the uh, public parlay if you want, Pittsburgh and Vegas. I'm sure a lot of people will do that here today uh, in this uh, in these uh, afternoon games, but I'm going to pass on this game side in total. Uh, New York Islanders, Philadelphia Flyers, Islanders minus 145, road favorites, total five and a half here uh, in this game. 
uh, this should be a spot where the Islanders get this disjointed offense going. And I'm surprised because I thought, you know, when they got Travis Zajac, they got Kyle Palmieri uh, at the trade deadline, you'd be looking at a spot for the Islanders where their offense would be improved. And they just haven't necessarily fired consistently uh, at that end of the ice. They're having trouble, you know, putting the puck in the net. Maybe it was a product of playing a Boston team that played extremely well uh, in those two games. And they did, you know, Jeremy Swayman and Tuka Rask, the goalies in those two games played well. The defense for the Bruins was solid, but still you go through those games and you have trouble finding the back of the net like the Islanders did. You know, you get concerned, um, especially because they tried uh, Lou Lamorello tried to address the offense and the, fact that Anders Lee is out for the season by getting Kyle Palmieri. And it just hasn't been completely getting it going yet at that end of the ice. However, the one thing that could be the tonic that cures what ails this Islander team in terms of their goal scoring the last few games, it could be this Civ flyer team uh, at the defensive end of the ice. So this should be in theory, an opportunity here for uh, the New York Islanders to finally find the back of the net, rediscover some of that offensive prowess, uh, in this game against the Flyers, who again, once again, just too much of a deluge uh, in terms of uh, uh, get, allowing too many opposition goals, uh, allowing too many great chances. It was more of the same yesterday. Uh, Alex Lyon, uh, you know, I actually thought he played okay. You know, he, he's not, he's a, he, he's an average goalie, I think. Uh, I think that's fair to say. There's not, he's not spectacular. He's not terrible. He's, he's mediocre, you know, average goaltending. But he can't just bail out a team for giving up these high-quality chances. And he's not the one taking bad penalty after bad penalty. I mean, my goodness, the Flyers. Do you realize you're facing the Washington Capitals in that game uh, yesterday afternoon? Uh, hello. Pretty good power play. A lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of uh, finishers, a lot of forward skill, forward talent, forward ability, finishing ability. A lot of that on that team. You may want to stay out of the penalty box uh, the next time. Uh, you take on the Washington Capitals, and that was something the Flyers weren't able to do uh, yesterday in that game. Tough break for Nolan Patrick, you know, and suffers another injury, and now he's day to day. That has been the story of his career uh, for the Flyers. It's probably another one of the many problems they have is they drafted him in the first round, and he's just not been able to stay healthy and complete an, an entire season right now uh, for this uh, Flyers team. So uh, I've been back the Islanders a couple times in a row uh, against Boston. And they disappointed me. I, sh I should be laying off them this game. But because Philadelphia to me is just in such a miserable state, I mean, I, I still don't know how they beat Pittsburgh in a shootout uh, the other night, but they did. But uh, certainly weren't able to withstand, uh, sustain it and withstand prosperity with the uh, feeble performance they had yesterday defensively against Washington. But, you know, I feel compelled that I've got to go with the Islanders here in regulation, plus 100, even money. And I'm also going to go on, instead of the um, instead of the um, full game over, I do lean to the full game over. I think I'm going to go maybe uh, Islander team total over three and a half, plus 120. Uh, that's something I could see getting there here in this one. We'll have to see who's in net for the Flyers. Remember, Carter Hart's day-to-day -day was not available. He was a late scratch from the game yesterday, which is why Alex Lyon had to start. Uh, Carter Hart's day-to-day. -day. Uh, Brian Elliott is healthy, though. So if Carter Hart is not available today, uh, you would think Brian Elliott will be back in net uh, today for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. I'd be pretty sure of that, uh, no question about it. So uh, I am definitely liking uh, New York Islanders in regulation plus 100, and I'll, I'll add the Islanders team total over 3.5 plus 120. Look, if it's going to – if it's going to, you know, 
basically explode or get going offensively for this team, if it's going to happen, and it should happen at some point, like this is a team that they they did upgrade the offense at the deadline. It's not going to look like it the way they've played the last couple games with the lack of production, but they did upgrade, and at, at some point you'll start to see the results of that. And I think there's not much of a better uh, opponent maybe to get that struggling Islanders offense going than the Philadelphia Flyers right now. So uh, Islanders in regulation, and I like the team total over three and a half plus 120 as well. Final game on this uh, abbreviated edition of the show, Toronto Maple Leafs, Vancouver Canucks, uh, Toronto minus 330 road favorites, total six shaded to the over, and they opened minus 300. So there's even more money coming in here on the Leafs. And look, it's clear why that is. And I think it's probably the right side. You just can't ask the Vancouver Canucks to step on the ice for the first time in weeks when everybody's been beaten up, battered, and and just completely uh, run down by this coronavirus and this variant. And it's not just the COVID-19 virus that dozens of these Canucks got. It was the Brazil variant of the virus, which knocks you for a loop. And JT Miller said it on his Zoom call just a couple of days ago. We got guys that are having trouble breathing. It's an it's extra effort to go just inhale and exhale. It's actually, you know, there's people with their, their stomach is still got some issues. Their immune system is totally run down. They feel sluggish. They feel tired, trouble breathing. These are all the symptoms that JT Miller said just two days ago that a lot of these Vancouver players are still experiencing right now. And now they've got to play a hockey game. That That's not, this could be a recipe for disaster here. Uh, in this game for the Vancouver Canucks. And not only that, but Travis Green said yesterday, there's still a bunch of guys that are out. You know, Tyler Mott's out, Jake Vertanen's out, Elias Pettersson, of course, is still out. Nate Schmidt on the blue line isn't going to play. Oh, and the guy that was very much responsible for a little bit of a surge that the Canucks went through uh, earlier in this season, Thatcher Demko is who I'm speaking of, He's also not ready to return from this little uh, boat with COVID-19 that the team has gone through. So you're looking now at Braden Holpe uh, being in net, uh, most likely for the uh, Vancouver Canucks tonight uh, in this game. And Braden Holpe's had a dismal season. I don't know what else you can say. I mean, he's been really bad uh, for the Vancouver Canucks, and he didn't have a good season last year. That's why he's not in uh, Washington anymore. You know, 3.57 goals against average, 894 save percentage for Braden Holtby this year, four and six record. Uh, just not very good. Uh, and, uh, you know, you got a team that's obviously still got issues. They're shorthanded. The guys that are going to be on the ice, they're, many of them aren't going to be 100% health wise, not even close. You got Miller saying there's guys having trouble breathing, for Christ's sake. You know, having trouble breathing, having trouble, you know, in terms of, you know, getting the energy required to go through their day to day routines. And now they're going to play a hockey game, one of the fastest games, one of the fastest sports there is, where you need 100% energy and a, and a contact sport, and you're going to play a game like this. It, it's difficult. I mean, it's hard to imagine Vancouver playing a good hockey game tonight. It just is. And you've got a goalie that's struggling and hasn't played in forever. These players haven't played in forever. They barely practiced. It's just, oh, and by the way, Toronto, yeah, they've lost three in a row. But because they've lost three in a row, that might be that might not be the best time to be playing the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, it's not like Toronto's going to say, "Oh, we got a layup here tonight against this Vancouver team." No, they've lost three in a row. I think focus will be there. I think 
you know, I think that not oh, they won't overlook this team because of the fact they lost to Montreal, they lost to Calgary, they lost to Winnipeg, uh, three straight losses, which hasn't happened very often uh, for the Toronto Maple Leafs this season. So I don't think Toronto is going to take Vancouver for granted. And if they don't, this could get out of hand for the Canucks here. Um, I'm on a couple of bets here. I'm on Toronto puck line full game. I, this is not Jimmy puck line talking. This is Ian puck line talking. Uh, Toronto minus one and a half, minus 125. And I'm also getting involved in the first period because that's where the greatest edge could be. That Toronto just absolutely jumps on this Vancouver team uh, in the first 20 minutes. I'm going to lay the half a goal with the Toronto Maple Leafs around even money. It was plus 105. It's moved now to about minus 110 uh, in most spots. Uh, and I agree with that fully. Uh, I like the full game puck line too, absolutely. But I think even the first period is better than that. The first 20 minutes, Vancouver hitting the ice in a game for the first time in weeks with who knows what percentage you want you can put you can attach to each individual Vancouver player in terms of how healthy they are uh, going into this game. You got a Toronto team that's off three straight losses. Uh, you would think they're coming to play, uh, and and this could be a tough start to the game. Let's put putting it mildly. This could be a very difficult start to this game for the Vancouver Canucks. So I'm on Toronto puck line minus one and a half, minus one twenty five, as well as Toronto. Uh, puck line in the first period, laying a half a goal at minus 110. I actually bet it when it was plus 105. So we've seen a movement in the price. Uh, obviously, people seeing this as a clear, troubling spot for a Vancouver Canucks team that you could make a very decent case that they probably shouldn't even be playing still just yet. And yet here they are on the ice tonight returning to action. All right. Uh, that is the Sunday NHL card, uh, an abbreviated show. Uh, we hope to have J Jimmy should be back on the show with us tomorrow on Monday. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, the team total for the Leafs, someone is asking about that. Team total for the Leafs is, uh, I believe it's three and a half. It should be. Uh, let me just, uh, what happened here? Bring, uh, we'll get to it in just a second here. But yeah, it should be three and a half, uh, the uh, team total here on the Leafs. Yeah, but you got to lay a price. It's minus 170. You know, you got to lay a big num big price on that total. Tr Toronto team total over three and a half is minus 170. So uh, it's a pretty decent price tag uh, attached to that. Uh, but, you know, probably should have a good chance to get to uh, four goals here uh, in this game. All right. Uh, that is going to wrap up the show in just uh, pretty much. Uh, we've gotten through all uh, six uh, Sunday games on, this, on the slate today. Uh, before we get to best bets to wrap up the show, reminder, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. It's a great time of year. You've got NBA, NHL coming down the home stretch of the regular season, baseball every day. The NFL draft is coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, an excellent time of year to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up for an account. You'll get deposit bonuses, weekly specials, weekly incentives. So make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for the account, and use the promo code THPN. All right, it is time for best bets and going right back to the game we just talked about. First period, Toronto Maple Leafs, minus a half goal, minus 110. On paper, this looks like one of the greatest situational spots of the season in the NHL. It really is. I mean, you've got Toronto, a very good team. I know they've lost three in a row, but this is still an excellent hockey team that I think brings their best tonight. Not going to overlook the Canucks and Vancouver with some players on their roster out. Braden Holtby, the much inferior goalie in that. There's no telling who's going to be at 100%. I'm sure a bunch of them aren't. 
it's just the perfect situation, I think, for the, in that first period, in that first 20 minutes of the game, for the Toronto Maple Leafs to really uh, take it to the Vancouver Canucks. So for me, it'll be the Toronto Maple Leafs minus a half goal, minus 110 uh, in the first period. Uh, that is going to be uh, my best bet uh, for this Sunday card uh, on the ice, guys. All right. Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. We appreciate it. A reminder, you can watch the ice, guys, seven days a week, live on YouTube, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. And if you can't watch the show live, you can download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart. We're on all those platforms. Uh, make sure you check it out. I am Ian Cameron. Uh, enjoy the games and good luck. Have a great Sunday. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.